Welcome to this Nutri Ingredients podcast. I'm Shane Starling in Anaheim at Expo West, and I'm uh, standing with uh, Andrew Shaw, uh, Dr. Andrew, Andrew Shaw, who's the Vice President of Scientific and Regulatory Affairs at the Council for Responsible Nutrition. Now, there's been a few seminars so far at Expo West uh, in regard to the implementation of GMP rules, which, uh, as it stands, are about halfway through because it was a a stagnated implementation, and now both large and medium-sized companies have to apply with uh, FDA-established GMP regulations. How is that implementation process going, Andrew? And uh, is it improving quality of supplements? Well, I would say that it's probably too soon to say that it's actually improving quality of supplements. I mean, it's only been really in place for a little over a year. And uh, even FDA is trying to uh, train their inspectors to learn the regulation the right way, to learn how to inspect the right way. So even though companies are required to comply, everybody by 2010, it'll probably be a few years before everything takes effect. The, the, the concerns that FDA finds in their initial inspections before those get addressed by the industry uh, to really uh, improve quality across the board. But there are uh, at least two issues or concerns that the agency has found so far um, early on in their inspection process related to the GMPs. Um, and one of those has to do with how uh, uh, manufacturers are qualifying the, the suppliers that provide them ingredients. Uh, and these can be U.S. suppliers, or they could be Chinese suppliers, or they could be suppliers from yes. anywhere in the world. Yes, suppliers anywhere in the world, because we source material. It's a global industry, and we source materials from around the world. And uh, FDA does emphasize in the GMPs you must qualify your ingredient suppliers, especially because their uh, manufacturing regulations are held to a, a lower standard. Food GMPs, Part 110, as opposed to Part 111, which is supplement GMPs. And um, because of that, it's that much more important to qualify ingredient suppliers. And FDA has found in some of their early inspections that that's not being done to their satisfaction. And what happens when it's not done to their satisfaction? Well, you know, they, they write it up in a report. But part of the problem is that they've provided no guidance on what proper qualification means. They haven't provided a definition or guidance to anybody. How, why have they not? I don't think that they even know themselves exactly what we're all supposed to be looking for. And they probably know as well that real qualification means you have to audit your supplier. And that's a tremendous cost burden if every manufacturer has to audit every single supplier that they work with. And every supplier, if they have a manufacturer in their facility every day of the year auditing their facility... I mean, that's not feasible. It simply isn't feasible. So what can be done? Well, we're thinking about ideas of of how to provide the industry with the proper tools, perhaps, that they could use um, to qualify suppliers, perhaps establishing some voluntary qualification guidelines. Is that similar to some of the schemes that operate in certain countries from associations like your own, where you basically uh, certify a pool of suppliers and they can therefore be known to be GMP approved? Well, it, it, it involves some of that, but we wouldn't, meaning CRN or even the other trades, wouldn't be certifying suppliers per se, but we're talking about something along the lines that would satisfy this need to qualify properly suppliers. And, of course, you know, proper qualification is a preventive measure for problems later on down the line, like 
products not meeting specifications or products being adulterated, even if you don't know what adulterant to measure for, and there's plenty of probably unknown adulterants floating around, but if you don't know about it, you can't test for it. The only way to catch it is by qualifying your supplier, going in there, looking at their records, their SOPs, how they do things. There'll be red flags there that where you can catch things and say, okay, we ought to not do business with these guys, or we, we should definitely do business with these guys, depending on what you find. So that qualification process is absolutely critical to the quality of the finished product. Yeah. Do you think if companies do apply that process to their suppliers, that they will find a lot of red flags? Um, if, if they want to do it in a stringent way, in an objective way, yes. Uh, part of the problem that I think we have in this industry is a lot of it is driven by price. And if manufacturers are insistent on finding the cheapest material available uh, at the expense of quality, well, then it doesn't matter how you qualify or even if you qualify your suppliers. It doesn't matter at all. Of course, the manufacturers have to put quality first and price second. And also, as part of that, qualify properly their suppliers. And what we hope to do, working you know, with the other trades as well, is to come up with some tools that the industry can use to do that. Now, the big manufacturers, you know, they have this down, for the most part, um, because they've been around for so long. They have the resources. They know how to qualify suppliers. What we're more concerned about is the medium and the small guys. What are they doing? Are they auditing facilities? Probably not. They don't have the resources to do that. Well, then what are they doing? Taking the certificate of analysis at face value? Mm, that's risky. That's risky. They don't have the tools that they need. And, you know, we're hoping to do that. Um, so by pulling their resources and impl- implementing voluntary programs, they can, they can make some progress in this area without I, actually having to amend the, the GMPs in any way. I, I believe, yeah. I believe that's, that, that's probably the path to take. Of course, we need you know, FDA uh, to be on board. Um, otherwise, this doesn't have the, the credibility uh, that it needs. Um, and is, there, is there any signal from the FDA about uh, how they feel about this potential process or, or, well, or you know, initiative from industry? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't call it an initiative yet. I, I would call it we're having discussions and uh, haven't necessarily discussed it with them. But we have been asked, CRN has been asked by FDA, what are your members doing to qualify their ingredient supplier? Did you give them an answer? We, <laughs> we, <laughs> we laughed and said, interesting you mentioned that because we are uh, concerned about it also and we're thinking about different uh, ways to approach that. But it's just very early on. We haven't had any, uh, any in-depth, detailed conversations with the agency yet. Hopefully we will soon. This year, or within um, months, or it's hard to say sometimes with the time frames. I, I, I would hope this year, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, thanks very much for your time, uh, Dr. Xiao. Um, pleasure. And uh, that's uh, Shane Starling in Anaheim. For more news and insights, visit our website at NutraIngredients.com and NutraIngredientsUSA.com.